Welcome to the Soul Tribe Podcast. The Soul Tribe Podcast was created to help you navigate through the world of spirituality, wellness, and self-development in an easy, grounded, and relatable way. We break down everything from the Akashic Records, manifesting, spirituality, and so much more. We want to help expand your boundaries and bring the spiritual world to you in a fun and easy way. Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Soul Tribe Podcast. Today's episode is going to be all about the Mayan New Year, which this new year that just started for us, it's the White Overtone Wizard. And I just want to like put a, like a little brief side note here that I in English the stamp is called wizard, but in Spanish it's mago, which means magician. So just like a little side note there, because when you hear me talk about things and I say like the magi- the wizard this and the wizard that, in my mind and really in the the original base of like Spanish the Spanish conversation, it's the the magician. The magician was just like alchemy and magic and things like that so just like keep your mind expanded to the point where I'm talking about the wizard know that I'm talking about the wizard but also the magician the wizard slash magician I guess you would say so I just wanted to make sure to say that because the word the wording is just a tiny tiny bit different and it could change a perspective or two for some people so with that said we're going to talk all about that the white overtone wizard that is this new year this new Mayan year And I'm going to give like a little brief overview of like the previous years and what's, what, what were, what years were those and how we can see them reflected so we can understand that it seems like the Mayans are pretty accurate when it comes to these year, the energies of the year. That's what I would call it. It's like the energies of the year. That means that that's the tendency of where things tend to flow and go. It doesn't mean that this is the only way it's going to be and that's it. It just, it's, it's almost giving like a tone to the year and energy to the year and saying, this is what you're probably mostly going to feel, experience and connect with. I think we should think about it that way. So I thought it was really cool to look at some of the previous years we had, see what signs they were. Um, but also talk about the Mayan civilization as in a brief, because not a lot of people know too much about the Mayans. So just to know a little bit before we get into it. We're going to talk about that. And right before I begin with that, I just want to let everybody know that the energies of August coming in are going to be, I've talked about this before, they're going to be really important. They're pivotal for the human evolution, the change that we've been going through for the last years, the last few years, and at least three years. And this August, I've been talking about the energy coming in, in this era, and I I was also especially saying like August. So after that, we get almost like a little bit of a, like a break, and then we don't get more intense energy till like the end of the year, November-ish. So I think that August might be a little bit heavier, not in a bad way, like heavier in the sense that we might be a little tired, just be really respectful of yourself and how you're feeling. There might be a lot of emotions coming up and things like that because of the energies coming in in August. So just be aware of that. We talked about that on our community um, portal where we have additional episodes and we talked with Lorena all about August and things like that. So for those that are not on the community and don't haven't heard about that yet, just know that August, it might be a little bit intense in a good way because it's part of our change, it's part of evolution and we want, we want this to happen. We want these energies coming in. So just make sure to 
detoxify your body, keep yourself as clean and high vibrational as possible so that when the energies do come in, your body can take them in and create the necessary changes. But at the same time, it doesn't hit you so, so, so hard. That helps a lot. Um, and with that said, I was taking into consideration these energies coming into August. And as always, Lorraine and I want to be part of the solution and not the problem. So being part of the solution means bringing more energy out into the world, bringing more information out into the world, uh, helping people out more. And so my way of giving back is for the whole month of August, I am actually doing a sale and for reading. So Akashic Records reading with me, and I'm doing a 15% off sale for all those readings. I'll leave the link below the episode. So you just click on that and can easily pick the date and the time that you want from that, that link directly. You pick that and then you just check out easily and the discount's already on the link. So it's all there. All you have to do is just check out and pick your date and your preferred time. So that's my way of giving back and my way of additionally helping and trying to just outreach more people by bringing down my prices a little bit for the whole month of August. So the reading can only be booked in the month of August. So make sure to just go there and check whatever dates is more convenient for you before I run out of more, you know, times and dates and times, because it's only for the month of August that I'm doing that to accompany those energies. So that, and let's begin. So just the link below if you're interested in the reading. Um, Okay, let's begin. So the Mayan civilization. So the Mayan civilization originally... Everybody know. I think everybody thinks about the Mayan civilization, and they think about Guatemala, and they think about um, Mexico, the the Yucatan area, and that is true. The Mayan civilization was in Guatemala, and the Mayan civilization was in the Yucatan area. Anyone who knows me knows that I've always been very attracted to that area. I lived there for a while. I studied there for a while. I would have stayed there if it had not been that my job took me to Cayman Islands. Um, cause the paperwork was a bit complicated for my passport. So they ended up getting my passport sent to, to transfer me into Cayman. It was easier to do the paperwork there for the company. So that's how I ended up in Cayman, but it was because of me trying to live in that Yucatan area that I always been very attracted to. And here I am many years later, um, diving deep into Mayan astrology and almost ready to read people's Mayan astrology. So this for me all makes sense how I'm called to that. And for me, I've been learning the Mayan astrology and being able to understand the information and the calendar. And it's this been this weird thing for me where I don't feel like I'm learning it for the first time. I feel like I'm just remembering it. So there might be other people that feel that way with whatever other thing you're studying because we're bringing in information that our soul has already managed or worked with in other lifetimes. So when you think about the Mayan solution, people do think about the area of Guatemala and the area of Mexico, the Yucatan Peninsula, but know that it was also in the area of Honduras, El Salvador, um, and Belize. So those are the areas where the Mayan civilizations were spread out and found. Each of them, they weren't all totally completely the same. Of course, they all, they all had different ways of managing their community and traditions probably and things like that, but their information and their books were spread out throughout the area. A lot of books and information was found in the Guatemala area, for example. So it's, it's spread out in, in within itself all throughout that area. There's different types of, um, of, of the Mayan civilization, I guess you could say. So now understanding that the other question people ask is like, what happened what happened to the Mayans? And I looked into this a little bit to see what people were saying, because I already had my perspective and you can disregard it if you want, or you can take it in and be like, I love that perspective. But what I looked into, what I looked into it, what I was hearing was there was a belief that maybe there was, um, there wasn't enough water, that there was a drought 
and that they had to either, some people believe that they had to move on to other areas because of the issue of the drought and not being able to get food and they couldn't sustain themselves where they were living. Other people's perspective is that they died. They all just died because of the drought. They could not grow enough food and they ended up, you know, everybody perished or something. Some people believe that it could have been, you know, war between each other, what they called killed each other and none of them survived. Um, so there was different, there was different theories on this. My theory is a very spiritual one. I'm sure you guys are not surprised about that. And you guys know that I've been talking about this for the past, I don't know, what, two years now? I talk about how we're, are the human collective and the human bodies being evolved from a third dimensional structure of carbon-based body, and it's moving into a fifth dimensional structure of a silica-based body. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not happening overnight, and it hasn't been happening overnight. It's going to be a very long process. These energies coming in, for example, in the month of August is one of those really important energies coming in. We've had a bunch of them before that as well. You guys remember when I talked about um, the, a portal. Oh, I talked about that in the Patreon. I think the Patreon on our community group. I talked about like a portal opening on the 17th of July and like the 18th of July. We saw that really cool Schumann resonance. I'm pretty sure I talked about it on the podcast a little bit, but we saw that really cool Schumann resonance. So those are the kind of energies I'm talking about when they come in and those hit our bodies and those help our bodies transform as long as your body is detox and in high vibration and you're doing all those things that I've been talking for the last two years about, then your body should start grabbing on slowly to those energies and creating the shift. But again, this can take years and will take years probably. So all those energies coming in that are helping us transform, my belief system is that the Mayans moved into fifth dimensional structure. They were way ahead of their time. They were way ahead of their time in the sense of they had all the spiritual information that that was lost, that we were, we're just starting to get back. We're just starting to embrace and we're just starting to try to understand. And we're just slowly being like, oh, well, let's put this into our lives. All this information we're learning, let's begin to live that way in a more conscious way. And so some people will think that the Mayans had a lot of sacrifice. There might've been some of those civilizations that did, but there seems to be a set of, 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 I guess, communities that were much more spiritually based. And there was priests using these calendars to help um, these communities function better. And this is our future. We actually are supposed to grab on to these sort of calendars. And maybe you can even use Western astrology. It doesn't have to be mine, I don't think. But like grab on to this information. When a child is born, look at their chart and be like, oh, you're here to do this. This is your purpose and this is your mission. This is what you're going to be really good at in this lifetime. And the parents already can guide that child into living the life that they're here to live in the way they're here to live it by also respecting their, you know, their passions, what they're attracted to, what they're good at, instead of making them sit down and learn about things that they're never going to like and they're never going to be good at, someone else can do that. The community all gets together and there's different people doing different things and the child is already led to go down the route of what they're here to do. That's what the Mayan priests were doing with these calendars. The parents would bring the child that was born forward and the priests would look at the birth and say, this is what the child's going to be really good at. This is what they're here to do. This is the energy they're carrying. And then they were already placed or beginning to be placed in as part of the community of this is what your role is going to be in the community. And so that's what our communities in the future should be. 
So for example, there's going to be people that are going to be really good at being the priests. Like I was just talking about, there's going to be people like, for example, my, my sign is this exact sign of the year, which is the white overtone wizard. So this year is actually my exact sign. So you guys all know that I've been, since I was young, I, I've been surrounded by this energy of channeling and receiving messages. And I've, I've tried to run away from it many times, even when I was in my twenties, but it always came back. Right. Because that's the energy that comes in for me. That's what I'm here to do. And so that's an example. The priests were here to do those things. And then you have people might be, that might be really good with land. They have green thumbs and that's going to show up in their chart. So things like that. So we need to like really respect that. There might be people that are here to be scientists and physicists and are, are, are physics people, are chemists, things like that. Or even our medicine doctors, that's going to show up in their chart, all these things. And so the child will already know when, when they're born, the parents will already know how to guide the child. And that's, that's our future. And that's what they were doing in the past, the Mayan civilization, at least the ones that were spiritually based. And so that's what our future should look like. And we're going to, going to have to learn to do that. And hopefully it comes in, in our lifetime and it's supposed to come into our lifetime. So we should try to embrace that. But it's really important to understand that these calendars were used for, for that. It weren't just used to like predict, because I think a lot of people knew about the Mayan calendar because of like the doomsday kind of perspective, I think it was. It was like people were like, no, 2012, the Mayan calendar, like the, the world is going to end. No, it was the end of a cycle and the beginning of a new cycle. So the 12th of December of 2000, uh, 2000 and, uh, 2012, yes, the 12th of December of 2012, that was the day that we closed a cycle of like a human collective, a cycle we were all doing and going through. And then a new one began after that. So that's what the minds were trying to tell us. This is the end of a cycle. Not that not earth was not going to explode. The world was not going to end. It was the end of an era and a beginning of a new one. And so we are in the new one since then we are in a new one and you can see how slowly it progressed because you can find much more people around you that are spiritual. You'll bump into people that are much more spiritual now, or they embrace it more, or they're really ready to hear it, even if they're not there yet. So you can see how since 2012, how that's evolved. And we're going to continue to be getting more into that energy, the more deeper we get into the year, because it's cycles of thousands of years. It's not just five years and we're done, for example, right? So understanding that we understand that they already knew the energies for each of those years as well by us looking at what year it is we can understand this is the energy of the year and so let's look at a little bit like the years so we can see how it reflected and how pretty valid it's been we all know what happened in 2020 and how chaotic that energy was and this so the year for 2020 was the blue lunar storm and then, so what I did was I, I checked it with my Kashuk records and they basically gave me, um, questions that accompany each year that we can expand on. So for 2020, it was blue lunar storm. And there, they, the question that they made me write down, type up was, did the storm hit, hit your home? Was there fear? And so when the storm accumulates enough energy, enough energy, enough energy, it can uproot a whole town a whole country, an entire planet, right? And so the blue lunar storm that was the year 2020, we could see how it was reflected into the year. I don't have to be like so specific for you guys to understand what I'm saying. I know you guys know what I'm saying. <laughs> In 2021, the year was the yellow electric seed. And so what the question, what they brought forward for me was, what did you plant? So this was the year like, and when you hit 2021, did you begin to see another reality? Did you begin to see your world in a different way? 
did you, what did you start? So it's the seed. What did you start planting that year? Cause a lot of people should have woken up and should have begun to see outside of the matrix limiting world that we live in. Right. In 2020, when that storm hit that uprooted everybody, the whole planet, what we should have been doing was going internally. We've talked about this so many times in the podcast in 2020, going in internally, checking in on ourselves and realizing that there's much more to see in this world than what we're actually looking with our eyes, the physical world that we see on a day-to-day basis. So that was a seed we should have planted that we would in the future harvest, that we're beginning to harvest now, but we were planting it in 2021. So again, not a coincidence that 2021, there was a lot of awakening and a lot of people opening up to this kind of like world information, spirituality, alignment, and that the year was the seed. And then in 2022, it's the red self-existing moon. And the question that they made me type up here was, what did you release or what did you feel? And so this, the moon, most people here know Western astrology. So when I say the moon, I think most of you will know it has a lot to do with shadow work. It has a lot to do with internal, your internal world. It has a lot to do with emotions that are stuck that, or trauma that has been stuck there. Whether it's yours from this lifetime or whether it's from your ancestral lineage, which you're carrying forward and you have to release as well because it's in your blood, it's in your cellular memory, right? And so 2022 was all about, we have to release all the junk. We have to release all the things that are limiting us, that that we are not that are not letting us move forward. There was a lot of shift of decisions, of moves, of changing jobs. I'm an example of that, right? There's a lot of like people going, I gotta get out of here. I gotta leave this place. I gotta leave this company. I gotta leave this field of work. I gotta leave this university. I gotta leave this town. And so a lot of people woke up to the, that shadow aspect of themselves and made a decision, whether they moved in that moment or they made the decision and began to break the inertia of doing the things that they were here to do, then that would be one of the ways where you went in, you did the shadow work, you did the moon, the moon reflecting work. That was the year, the moon, and you put things into action because we're not supposed to limit ourselves anymore. We're supposed to align with the life that's most ideal for us. So that was 2022. And now we've started the year 2023. And the year 2023, like I said in the beginning, white overtone wizard. So this is the year and the question, this is the year that we're in now. And the question that they made me type up was, what will you manifest? What will you create? And that's great because the magician is an alchemical master. The magician or the wizard, the magician or the wizard is a being that is totally aligned with itself. So it does not come out of balance, totally aligns with himself him or herself and sees the alchemy and everything. And it's funny because most of you, if you've been following the podcast, know that I have, um, I've talked quite a few times about alchemy and I actually, I'm not sure if everybody knows cause I never really formally announced it, but if you go to my services, one of my services that I do, which is something I started last year was, um, it's like an alchemical ritual, um, it's like a service where like you have an issue in your life and you're like, I want to get rid of it. I want to like clear it out. And so I connect with my spiritual team and the angels and I basically listen to the person's issue. And then I find out from my, from the spiritual team and from the angels, what it is that they can do alchemical wise, alchemy wise, what can they do? What ritual can they do? And things they can do to start taking action to empower themselves and get rid of that. And funny enough, 
that's something that I connected with by mis- hence like by mistake really, but not by mistake because it's my energy because it's the white overtone wizard energy because the overtone in the year is all about empowerment. You guys know that I speak about empowerment all the time. I'm obsessed with it. I think everyone needs to get empowered. And so that's where the, where the empowerment energy that I'm always connecting to comes from. And then the wizard is the al- alchemy part that I'm bringing forward to help empower someone out of their issue. Right. And so you can see how I reflect that energy in my being and the way I am. Now we're all in that energy for the whole year. So all of you will be feeling that little by little, you will all be feeling that we're just beginning the year. So it's just starting to leak into your reality, into your surroundings. But the more, the deeper we get in, the more weeks that pass, the more months that pass, the more you're getting surrounded by that energy and you can harness it and use it to your advantage. So understand that. Understand that this is the year for you to become empowered. This is the year for you to become your own, call it magician, call it wizard, call it alchemy master, call it whatever you want, but that's what we're here to, to do. Um, okay. So what I wanted to go over for the year, so that's kind of like my intro to the year. So what I wanted to go over for the year was this is the year where you have to concentrate on yourself. There's going to be a lot of maybe the world distracting you because remember we're also in an era where chaos has to happen because chaos is how the old reality we lived in collapses and we begin a new reality. Of course, it's part of what we've been doing since 2012, but now we're really, really in the energy of it. So you're going to see a lot of issues collapsing possibly or distractions. And so it's really important that this year you concentrate on yourself because the only way to empower yourself is to be concentrated in internalizing your own things because no one's going to do it for you. And the really interesting thing about the wizard energy is that the wizard doesn't have, doesn't work with time. It doesn't have, he doesn't have, she doesn't have time like we do. So the wizard energy is, could mean that you do something super rapid, like you manifest something super quickly, or it could be that you take all this time to create something massive for yourself, but for the wizard time doesn't exist. It's all a big step into it. So the wizard doesn't care about how long something takes, whether it's little because it's quick or if it's slow. And I can tell you that being, being that sign in myself, you can ask Lorena, like I've decided things and in a week, boom, I'm doing it. And that's not because I'm, I'm amazing and I'm the best manifester in the world. It's not that it's when the wizard is connected it's coming from the heart in this case, right? Like I feel something, I really know that I need to do it. I like, I, I trust it. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I know I'm going to do it. And everything's against me when I look around, but I'm like, no, I don't know why I'm going to do it, but I have to do it. And then boom, within a week, I'm already in the middle of it. And within two weeks, it's already in my reality, for example. And it's not because I'm amazing. And it's not because I'm super connected. It's because I'm feeling it from the heart. And by feeling it from the heart, the wizard saying, this is, my intuitive hit. This is my true intuition. This is, this is my true part of my true essence. I'm expressing myself and this is what I'm bringing forward. And there's no doubts. So when you are in the middle of this year, trying to bring in something for yourself, make sure first that it's from the heart. That's going to be the, the rule number one for you for this year. Cause the wizard can do alchemy, but always when it's connected to the heart chakra, to the heart, to a genuine feeling that I really desire this. I really feel like I deserve it. And I really, 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 I'm going to bring it forward no matter what I'm empowered by it. 
So remember the whole year, every time you want something, check in. Okay, is it my ego that wants it or is it just my heart that really knows because it's coming from somewhere else and I'm supposed to do this or I'm supposed to have this? So that would be the number one key component and know that since the wizard doesn't have time, it could happen in a week, but it also could happen in, in an extended amount of time because maybe it's not the most convenient time for you and the wizard alchemy energy knows that. So just know that time is not a measurable component for the wizard ever. This also means that since there's no time, you cannot live in the past and you cannot live in the future. So I know that it's great that we want to manifest things, but we can't always be living in that future because you're not actually being grateful to what, where you are now and what you have now. So we need to be really careful this year with being present. And all try to have an all like an all eternal presence this year. And I know what I'm saying is hard because many of us are looking behind our shoulders, going, "Oh my God, this happened over here, or this this happened to me in the past. I'm scared it's gonna happen again." That's where the shadow work should have come in that we previously did. Because before you're able to manifest and be a wizard, you got to do the shadow work. Do you see how how incredible all the synchronicities are? The year before us in 2022, the Mayan, the Mayan year was all about the moon work. And then the wizard comes in. Okay, I cleared everything out. I'm ready to bring in the greatness. And so make sure that you're trying to live in present. And if you catch yourself obsessing about the future or obsessing about the, a past event or scenario... Try to remind yourself and come back into the present because that's how you're going to be able to harness the majority of the power and the majority of your, I don't know, creative energy to all that energy that you have, put it into creative energy to create, to be a co-creator with the universe. So stop living in future or past, be present. That's a really, really, really big thing to remember this year. You have to have clarity this year. You must have clarity this this year with like what you want because what you're doing is the wizard is grabbing all the things that they want. Okay, I want this. I want this. I'm 100% sure I want this. Let's say that the wizard knows that they wants this over here, this thing over here, or this scenario to play out. The wizard is sure of it. It's coming from the heart chakra. I'm not thinking about it in a future perspective. I'm thinking about it in a manifest perspective and I'm bringing it in. It's almost like I'm trying to bring all the energy and the power into one center, right? And that beca- that center is almost like a seed. And then I plant that seed. And that's a seed that I will harvest. Whether that be really quickly or really fast, like we were just talking about, because for the, for the wizard, time doesn't exist. It doesn't, the wizard does not function. I think that, because it's hard to understand sometimes, like the, the, a better way to say this is for the wizard, Linear time, linear time does not work. We, we do not function with linear time. And anybody that knows me, like for example, you can ask my sister, my family, I don't do things in the same time that everybody else does. All my life, I've either been really slow with something or really fast with something. And it's because for me, linear time is it. I just vibe with it and I just go with it. And I've also remember thinking when I was young that I was either taking too long with things or doing too, too quickly. And it was always something that I thought was like weird about me. But then now that I'm much older, I'm realizing it's just the energy that I harness because of all this energy I brought in because of my birthday, because of my, because of my Mayan sign. So understand that clarity is really important because if you don't know what you want, or if you're not clear with what you want, then the universe can't be like, okay, here you go. 
if you're basically saying, I don't know what I want, the universe is going to give you more confusion. So don't bring confusion to the plate. So I would say if you're listening to this now and you're not really 100% sure with what you want, this is your homework. Sit down as soon as you have a moment to yourself, sit down and make a list. What, what do I want? And if you can't, are not able to make the list of what you want because you're not clear with it, like clarity's and even, even close to where you are now, then my best other suggestion is make a list of what you don't want. Because we usually really know what we hate and what we don't want. Humans are really good at being negative. So it's like, okay, what do you not want? I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. Okay, then try to find the contrary to that. What is the contrary of this one thing I don't want? It's this. Okay, then I'm closer to the clarity of what I do want. So that's what that's my homework for everybody. Make your lists. Tell, tell the universe what you don't want you're not having and you're, we're going to discard that. And then grab the opposite of that and grab onto and latch on to be really clear and really empowering with what you do want. And that's the seed that you're planting this year in presence, in an empowered state, and from your heart chakra. So we're adding more things to the plate slowly with this episode. So just remember, every time I say something new with the bringing the previous components, which is presence, no time, right? Centeredness and also heart chakra. This next one is super important. This next note that I made for the episode was take your power back. And I've ta- I said it in a different way. I've said empower yourself. But this is important to say it as well. Take your power back. If you are feeling victim to something or someone, if you keep repeating something like this is happening to me or why is this happening to me or this keeps happening to me, that's the victim role. And Lorena and, ta- and I have talked about the victim role so many times. The victim role will get you nowhere. The universe will just keep making you a victim because you're telling the universe, I'm a victim. I, 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 I like to call myself a victim all the time. I like to talk about the fact that I'm a victim. And the universe is like, oh, she likes to be a victim. Here, we'll continue to make you a victim. And so take your power back. You're not a victim anymore. Anything that happens to you, bring it into the lesson. Say, okay, universe, I learned, but now I'm expecting more. Because I, I did the internal work. I did the lunar work from last year. I'm ready to empower myself. And if you didn't do the lunar work last year and release stuff, that's okay. Do it now. Get on it. Go inside. Get on it. Because if you don't clear out things from the inside, you can't start co- being an active co-creator with the universe and with source. And another really good way to say that is you must have unconditional love with yourself but also for all things around you. And this isn't just because it's the wizard energy. It's because every sign has its individual path. And the the path of the wizard begins with the dog and the dog is unconditional love. And so this is a sign that has to do everything from a place of complete and unconditional love. So that also means that if you're trying to do something, you have to do it because you love it and you're in love with the idea, and you're in love with thinking about doing it, and you just resonate with a play of high vibration, the, the heart chakra I was talking about before. But in this case, the unconditional love has to also go leak out into the community or into the human collective because a, another big part of the path of the wizard that's in the path of the wizard to be experienced is empowering the human collective. So this is a year to use the unconditional love upon yourself so you can be an active co-creator like we've been talking about, but at the same time, it's a year that you need to grab onto the unconditional love to those around you or to the human collective and bring something to the table that's a solution 
or an assister to the human collective because that's a big important path for the year. So the energies that are coming in for the year aren't just the wizard is is this and this is what we're doing. It's also about the path that's, that the Mayans said is the path of the, of the wizard in itself, of the specific wizard, right? Of this overtone wizard. And so we're looking at the path and it starts with the dog. And at some point it leaks us into the human collective where we have to assist the human collective from a pay, place of unconditional love. And now speaking about unconditional love, let's talk about love. So this is a really interesting year, I believe, because not because the Mayans predict the future. Remember, we're not predicting the future. We're talking about the energies that are coming in this year via knowing the Mayan astrology. If you were talking to someone that does Western astrology, what they'll say is this planet is aligned with this planet and this planet is opposing that planet and this is the energy and this is what's going to happen and this is retrograde, so this is what's going to happen here. The Mayans do the same thing. It's all about the cosmos and the cosmos affect us and the other planets affect us. So what we're doing is we're looking at the cosmos and saying, this is the energies the cosmos are leaking onto us this year. This is what's going to show up for a lot of us if we embrace it and, and do the proper work, right? Or go against us if we don't. And so that's why I'm saying I'm not predicting the future. I'm telling you what energies are coming in and then what we can do with those energies for our benefit. And so... I think, speaking of unconditional love, I think that this is a really good year to either find your soulmate, like if two soulmates have not met up, maybe you finally bump into your soulmate or maybe both, both individuals haven't bumped in because they just weren't ready to meet each other yet. But I think this might be a really interesting year for a lot of people to find someone that really vibrates much more with them, with what kind of life they want to live with what kind of reality they want to create, finding people that are just much more in your tune. doesn't mean one person over there is wrong, one person is right. It just means this is my vibration. I need something to match it so it can be my um, empowerment. Like, I don't know. It's like a, a component that brings more to your reality. Because when we talk about soulmates, it's about two beings that have a similar resonance, that have a similar energy. They've experienced many other lifetimes previously before they recognize their energy. So when they bump into each other in the real world, in this world, they recognize each other, but they don't know why. And it's the resonance, it's the energy. So when you bump into a soulmate, you're bumping into something you recognize. It's not another version of yourself, but it's your, your complement or a component that can come into your reality that will help accompany you in the path that you're about to continue to take. So I think it's a really good year for soulmates to either finally meet up with each other or finally be ready to meet up with each other or to reconnect with each other. Maybe they've previously already connected in this lifetime and things have happened and maybe now it's time to reconnect with each other. So I think it might be a really good year for that to happen. If not, there could be partnerships that are already very well in vibration and resonance with each other. It could be that that relationship goes to the next level because since the energy of this year is the path of unconditional love, it could be that some partnerships are like, let's take it to the next level. Whether that be, let's move in together, let's put a label on, let's, let's, let's get married. Let's, I don't know, let's, um, go create a, a, a community with more people that's adding unconditional love to the relationship you already have. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't really, there's not a structure. It could be anything. It could be adding another component to like the community or a child. So I think it's a, a really good year to expand the unconditional love around you. So that could be finding a soulmate, finding a partner that resonates with you or reconnecting with a soulmate or bringing in more people into that equation, whether it's community or kids or even like 
close friendships, it could be that you find friends that are much more aligned with you and what you're trying to create and that, you know, you really feel a connection with. So there's no rule with unconditional love. You guys know it can be family. It could be friends. It could be partnerships. It's really important this year that aside from the unconditional love, aside from the alchemy, aside from being present um, and all these things that we've just been saying, it's really important that you trust yourself, believe in yourself, trust the universe and believe that the universe is bringing in synchronicities for you at all times. Even in the moments where you feel like you're being crunched and you're like, why is this happening? I don't understand and what have I been doing wrong or what have I not been doing right? When you even hit those really hard moments where you could call it like the bottom, right? Like the, 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 the bottom of the bucket, there's no way but up. We really, even in that moment, we really have to trust the process because this year, the only thing that will get you to fully create in the whole year and fully manifest all these things that we've been talking about in the whole year is that you trust the energies coming in, you trust the cosmos that are working with us, and you trust that you are doing what you need to do for these synchronicities to come into play at all times, every single day, every second of the day. Like this is literally how the year is. Every second of the day, where you're at is going to determine how it's gonna be tomorrow and the next day. Like that's how severe and how untimely the wizard is. Just by thinking wrong for five minutes, tomorrow can go sour. Just by thinking right for five minutes right now, tomorrow can be a massive co-creating day because the wizard doesn't do linear time. The wizard's like, boom, I'm going to give you two really quickly. Before it was really a really slow process to manifest. And we've begun to go into the fifth dimensional energy, that human evolution that I've been talking about. So What's really important is that we understand that we still have that going for us, the fifth dimensional energy. But now on top of that, we're in the year of the wizard who doesn't care about time, doesn't, doesn't respect time because doesn't, he doesn't live in linear time or she doesn't live in linear time. So what the wizard is going to do with that energy, the year that is the wizard, it's going to be like, boom, in your face really quickly. So just remember that, that you have to trust because as soon as you lose trust, that can take out of whack things really quickly for you. So align with the energy of trust at all times. Know that the synchronicities are coming into your reality from the universe, from the cosmos at all times for your benefit. Remember, the cosmos don't want to work against you. I think, and I think a lot of times like our belief is like, oh no, Mercury in retrograde, you know, everything's going to get stuck and I won't be able to send this email or this call is not going to go through or you know, this payment that I'm trying to put through online is not going through. The cosmos are not working to our to our disadvantage. In this in this case, this year, the cosmos are working to our advantage. We have to think about that. I think we need to change the program. And even though every month we're going to have a different energy via the Western astrology perspective, just remember that the Mayan said for this year, the majority of the energy is this. So just bring yourself back to empowerment because this is what is what am I saying to you? Trust the process. Trust the universe and the synchronicities and know that the cosmos actually want to bring in this energy for you all year long. So that's my way of trying to get you to trust more. (laughs) So if you lose trust in the process, it's almost like you're losing trust in your own intuition. You stop connecting with what that heart chakra I was talking about. It's like you stop connecting to your intuition saying, go do this. Are you going to do that? I don't know how, but just do it anyways. And then you're just going to start sabotaging yourself and sabotaging all the things you're trying to co-create and manifest. 
And you definitely don't want that. So trust, trust, trust internally. Trust the cosmos. Trust the universe. Have faith in yourself. Have faith in the process. And just when you get to that crunch, that crunch moment, the bottom of the bucket that I've been talking about, like the rock bottom, you, that's when you got to like really use that trust muscle. And so we talked about time and we talked about the wizard not having linear time. So with that said, and how this year is really reflected about you internally and how you're seeing it, living in internal presence and all that, make sure that you go at your own pace. If there's somebody next to you hurrying you up, don't listen to them. That's their time. That's, that's their linear time. That's the time that they want something done or they're trying to get that done in that, that amount of time. You're going to function with your own pace. Whether that be because it's a family thing, whether that be because it's a work thing, whether that be, it doesn't matter, you have to go at your own internal pace. And I know this is a hard thing to say in a world where we live, where everything's like, and like, especially people that live like in the middle of a city, like say New York City, you're in the middle of the rat race and you have to catch the bus and the train at this time. You got And I understand that, but you have to, in those moments, you still have to try to respect your own internal in your own internal pace, your soul's marking a, a pace that is its eternal presence and coming out of tune with that or out of connection with that can take us out of tune with our own intuition and can really distract us from actively co-creating. Now we're just a consequence of our environment and not an empowered state of internal alignment. If you know what I mean. <laughs> so I know um, what I'm saying it's hard for people that live and busy, have busy lives or, or in the middle of a city, but that's also part of the energy that like they've been talking about since 2020, the records have been saying since 2020, we got to get out of big cities. we got to start connecting more with nature. Guess who doesn't have time either? Nature. Nature doesn't have time. She does things in an internal presence. At all times, she's in the presence. And so we need to connect with that energy as well. So another really important thing is your environment. We are just talking about the city, right? Your environment can make or break the year for you as well. And I'm not talking about your environment as in get out of the city. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about in this case, I'm going a little bit closer into your environment as in what friends are you surrounding yourself with? What, what kind of people do you share your time with? What kind of family members are you spending the holidays with? What kind of discussions are you guys having? What kind of reflections are you doing together? So it's really important. That's your immediate environment. And your immediate environment can empower you even further or can limit you and set you back. So just double check your surroundings. And if you feel like you've upgraded energy-wise, for example, or perspective-wise, or if you changed your perspective and maybe your friends, your close friends aren't there yet, doesn't mean you're not going to hang out with anymore. It means that you're going to just decide and tell the universe, you know what? I'm ready to find people that align with my perspective now and that bring me more lessons that I can bring lessons into their life as well. And we could share lessons and communication and we could share um, perspectives, right? So it's really important how you spend your free time this year because if we don't have a lot of it, how are you spending it? This is part of our eternal presence. Sitting down with a group of friends and discussing about things that are going to make you feel more empowered and trust more of the process and feel more in the unconditional love is going to really help you harness this energy this year even more. This is a lot of fifth dimensional conversation as well. I would say this as well. How do you get into fifth dimensional energy? Who do you surround yourself with? What immediate environment do you have? Are you connecting to Gaia on a daily basis? Things like that. With this immediate environment around you, harnessing a positive perspective, helping you embrace that perspective and expand it even more, then I would add to that, make sure that you're giving yourself unconditional love. So if you go into victim role, 
that's disempowerment. Catch yourself, stop yourself and say, no, 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 wait, this is what I accomplished. Like maybe you have to go, go remind yourself something you accomplished recently. I just accomplished this. This is amazing. I'm not a victim. I just managed to do this. I'm amazing. I'm not a victim. I managed to graduate and study this. I'm brilliant. I'm not a victim. So if you find yourself in a victim role, that's disempowering. That's uncon- that's not unconditional love for yourself. So catch yourself, remind yourself of something amazing that you've maybe recently or just did, or maybe a year ago, doesn't matter, but remind yourself something so you can re-empower yourself and bring back unconditional love. Be like, dude, I'm awesome. I did that. Like, oh my gosh, I did that and I did it all on my own, or I studied and I figured it out, or I managed to step up my game and do this for myself. So whatever it is you have to remind yourself of, do that. If it's going to take you out of victim role, because we cannot be disempowered in victim role at any point in this year, because it will set you back. Like I said before, we have to make sure not to have any fears that are keeping us back. We're, I mean, most people will have fear. We all have one or two fears. But is that fear keeping you in your comfort zone and is it keeping you back from taking the next step? So this is the year to take that leap. Remember we said the word trusting the universe and having faith and and connecting to your heart chakra. Your heart chakra is telling you to do this and you're trusting the universe and you have no idea how all the pieces are going to come into play for that to happen. But you're going to step outside of that comfort zone. You're going to step out of the fear and you're going to jump in and take that leap. That's the seed we were talking about previously. Remember we said harnessing all that energy into one big ball and that's the seed that you're going to plant to harvest whatever time it takes. This is what I'm talking about just in different words. Make sure that you take that leap, that you come out of your comfort zone or you begin the process to come out of the comfort zone and take that leap. Maybe it's not like, I don't know, maybe it's not, changing your job or moving from where you are or ending a relationship or whatever it is. Maybe it's not doing it right away. It's beginning to allow yourself to understand that that's where you're at and recognizing that you want or deserve more or something different. So maybe it's you beginning to allow yourself to take that jump and then you take the jump, whatever it looks like you do. Just don't let the fear or the comfort zone keep you in the same place. Cause this is the year to take that leap. So with that in mind, coming out of your comfort zone and taking that leap, I want to add that it's a really, really good year to do things like retreats or um, processes that help you do releases, whether that's like, um, I don't know, hypnosis or um, any other like modality that has to do with helping you figure something out or release it, whatever, like maybe it's just getting energy work, whatever it is for you, but Do those things that help you release. Some retreats will help you do that. It's a really good year to take steps to get empowerment into your process. Self-discovery. It's a really good year to discover things about yourself because part of of the process of unconditional love for yourself in this case is understanding yourself and knowing things about yourself. And I think that a lot of us have been so distracted with the busyness of the day-to-day and, you know, having to keep going in life. I think that we don't actually fully know who we are and we keep ourselves distracted with going out all the time, going out for drinks all the time, keeping ourselves busy with, I don't know, parties and barbecues and reunions and studying. And some people are addicted to different things. Some people's distraction is the gym. Some people go to the gym for three, four hours every day. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but if, if you're going to distract yourself because you had, you had this really awful feeling and you felt like crying, you're upset. And so you went to the gym because you wanted to like 
deal with it in a different way, that's that's okay. But if it's if the gym is coming into play and you're going to the gym every day for three hours, four hours, or something like that, it's, it could be anything. I'm just giving an example here. But if you're going to the gym to do that just because you don't feel like sitting down and feeling that, and the gym is distracting you. So there's ways that we deal with things that are healthy and ways that we deal with it even like less healthy. So even the healthy way, if it's not letting you actually sit down and process it, that's the lack of self-discovery, of self-understanding. And so we need to double check even the good habits we have. Are the good habits actually totally good? Like everything. We need to like just realize more about ourselves 100% because that's the best way that you'll be like, this is, this is what I'm doing to avoid the shadow work. I'm going to do the shadow work and now I'm going to co-create actively, for example, and come out of my comfort zone. I think this is a really interesting year for like secrets to come out or discoveries to come out or things that have never been said to come out. So this, I mean, I'm not thinking about this only from like a place of like the universe. I'm thinking about this like family secrets maybe, or maybe government secrets, or maybe, I don't know. I mean, we the alien stuff has been coming out lately. They're like saying, oh yeah, yeah, the, gov- the government is, yeah, we have, we have had a contact with aliens, for example, right? Like this is part of that like discoveries. If you think about the magician, what's your, because it's a wizard, but it's the magician, right? We talked about it in the beginning. Think about the, the typical magician when you were young that you would see like the blanket and you're, you're holding it up and there's somebody behind it and then they put the blanket up and then boom, when they release the blanket, the person's gone. That kind of thing. Just think about the blanket, the magician, like something disappearing and now something reappearing. So I think it's an interesting year that to see if maybe that magician wizard energy of the year, maybe it helps truths come out this year. Maybe it helps push family secrets to come out for people to speak up finally. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm really interested to see that part because I think that there's gonna, there's gonna be quite a few things come, come up, whether that be in our family structure and our friends group or even in our government or, or even the whole, the whole planet maybe. I think it's a really interesting year for us speaking about truth coming out and things like that. I think it's a really interesting year for us to find, figure out who we are because we talked about self-discovery, but that let's take a, we're supposed to take that, take that a step further and be like, who am I inside of the bigger plan? What am I inside of the bigger plan? What am I to this whole cycle of nature? What am I to the whole universe? What am I to the whole cosmic evolution? What am I to the whole human collective evolution? What p- part do I play in it? Am I, am, I, am I a pivotal part? And if I am a pivotal part, what pivotal part am I? So it's really discovering which piece of the puzzle are we to the universe? So this is the really good year to come outside of your comfort zone and learn about the bigger picture. Like really dig down and go behind and like, I don't know, look at ancient knowledge. I mean, we're talking about the Mayans here, right? Look at ancient knowledge, go to ancient information. Maybe you're attracted to Egypt. Maybe you're attracted to the Mayans. Maybe you're attracted to the Sumerians, Atlantis, Lemuria, whatever. Like it's a really good year to just go, go in and try to discover new information and new things and try to find out what, where am I inside of all of this? Or where was my soul inside of all of this? And remember the, that, that magician with the, like, the blanket that I was kind of describing and the image I have in my head. The magician wants to show you magic. And the magician wants to show you what's behind the curtain or what's been hidden behind the curtain. The magician wants you to see that. The wizard is ready to bring it forward. And so that's part of the empowerment. It's 
the human collective finally realizing who they really are. And that's part of that energy I was talking about previously where I was like the human collective and re-empowering the human collective or assisting the human collective because it's part of the unconditional love of the path of the wizard. This is another part of that as well. It's the human collective realizing who they really are, their real ancestors, their real lineage. I'm talking about all of us, not just like one country, our real lineage, our real ancestors, where we really come from. Um, like the, who seeded the planet? How was the planet seeded? How did the, how did the human, how did humans begin? Like understanding the true, not, not the story we've been told since we were young, us digging in and diving deep and being like, wait, what do I, what do I, what information does all these ancient civilizations really give us? And is it the information that I've always thought? And also, whoa, this changed my whole purpose perspective on who I am, and now I understand the puzzle piece that I am, a part of that human collective and a part of that community that I am in the future of the ancestors that you are right now. So that could be part of the energy of the secrecy that I was just talking about, like things coming to light, information coming forward, family secrets, ancestor secrets. That could be also like our ancestors. I'm talking about like thousands of years back. There could be a lot of things that could be uncovered this year because the wizard wants you to understand who you are inside of the universe and how important you are to the whole puzzle because that's part of the empowerment is understanding that you're not just a typical Tom and Joe over here in the corner that's just living life. No, you are a piece of the puzzle, but you possibly just haven't awakened to it. Another way I want to say about the seer is the words unlock, unblock, and expand. Unlock, so this is what you, I mean, if you even want to write it down a little notepad and put it up on your fridge or something, this year, you need to unlock your potential. Unblock yourself. So that'd be coming out of your comfort zone and out of like your fear mode. And expand. I'm bigger than I imagined I was. I'm more capable than I thought I would be. So unlock, unblock, and expand. And the really important thing for me that put in parallel with that is don't let yourself be limited anymore. No more limitation. That's part of the wizard, the alchemy, and the unconditional love. No more limitation. You deserve more. You're, you should get more, and you should demand more from the universe. And that's part of your empowerment move. Feeling that and knowing that. So if you don't step into your power this year, and if you're letting yourself live in shadow with all that, maybe you didn't do the shadow work and you're, you, you're just not processing anytime soon. You're living in your shadow, so you're not empowering yourself. If you don't empower yourself this year, because you didn't do that or because you didn't come out of your comfort zone or whatever, the, the whole path of the year for you can go sour fast. With that said, that also means the contrary to that. That also means if you do empower yourself, if you do connect with your heart intuition chakra, if you do let yourself come out of your comfort zone, if you do know that you deserve and you live your eternal presence and all these things we've been saying, if you do all those things, your path can go quick because remember the wizard doesn't have linear time. The wizard is like, oh, he's got it. She's got it. She's in tuned. She's in resonance. She's in energy. You know what that reminds me of? Have you guys ever heard of, I'm sure you did, but most of you guys um, heard of, because uh, it just came to my head when I was saying that. Um, oh, what's the name? He said tapped in, tuned in, turned on. Wait, what was the name of it? Um, I have to look it up. I can't remember. I literally stopped to Google it because I couldn't remember the, I couldn't remember the name. Tapped in. Tuned, no, tuned in, tapped in, turned on. That's what Abraham Hicks says. So that kind of reminds me of what Abraham Hicks was saying when I said that. 
Um, and that's the energy of this year. Exactly that. It's, it's just in other words, that's wizard. That's wizard words as well. Just think about that when you think about the year. Maybe think about Abraham Hicks because Abraham Hicks is all about manifesting. I'm pretty sure most of you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, Google Abraham Hicks. There's so many books about manifesting. So remember at one point I said to you guys, make a list, be very clear, have clarity with what you want. And then if you didn't have clarity with what you want, make the list of like what you don't want and then just try to find the contrary to that, right? So with that, with having your list and knowing and being very clear and knowing what you want, what you want is what you want to create, right? What you want to bring to your awareness or what you want to create. With that and with you feeling empowered and knowing and trusting, remember we talked about trusting the universe, trusting the synchronicities in the process, with all that, the probability of you manifesting that this year is pretty high. And remember, I can't, I can't come to you from a place of predicting the future because this all depends on each one of us. But at the same time, this is the energy that's in our immediate environment for the whole year. So if you do do all these things we're talking about, the probability of you being able to manifest that thing that you've been wanting is really high and maybe manifest really quickly or maybe it takes the rest of the year for you to get there but the probability of it happening this year is higher this year than it would have been for example last year that's the important thing to understand and assuming that this is coming from the heart chakra assuming that this is something that the ego doesn't want but that you genuinely vibrate and want and need or desire so it's okay to desire i'm not saying you can't manifest i don't know material things that you desire you can, but it's not the ego going, oh my God, I want a $3 million house and just the ego. No, it's your soul going, you know what? That house over there is beautiful and I deserve that. I'm just giving an example house. That house over there is really beautiful and I think that that's my place and really feel that that's my place in the world. And I'm not looking at the tag of how much the house is. I just know that that's my house. That's the energy of you saying it's coming from my heart chakra and I'm empowered and I know it's going to happen. I just don't know how, but it's going to happen. I read this book. I was reading this book the other day that I finished reading that we've talked about it a few times already on here on the podcast, as well as in our community, I talked about it. And there's a part where it's um, talking about obviously manifesting things like that. And the book was saying the verse, how was it said? Where, the question people ask, like, where is the money going to come from? And then the answer is, it's going to come from wherever it is right now. That's not your problem. That's the universe's problem. How it's going to get to you, it's the universe's problem. And I think that we need to have more of that mindset because we disempower ourselves. We say, but that house is, I don't know, 500K. I don't have 500K. We have to stop ourselves there. That's, that's victim, that's disempowered mode. So we'd have to stop ourselves there. And I'm just giving an example of house. You can do this with anything, even relationships, for example, right? But you go, no, stop yourself there and go, that house doesn't have a price tag for me because it's just energy. That house is just energy. And my energy where I'm at in a powered state matches the vibration of what that house feels like. So there's no other option but for us to, res to like the resonance of it, to both vibrate and meet up with each other at some point. And that house belongs to someone else right now. It is where it is, wherever it is, with whoever it's at, but it's coming from wherever it is to come to me now. That's just another way of like saying it. instead of money, we're saying like the house, for example. So I think that's the kind of energy we need to stop looking at things in form of like a tag of how much it is, but look of it from a place of I vibrate like this and this vibrates like that and our vibrations match, but also it's coming from my heart, not my ego and I'm empowered. So there's no other option. 
at some point it's going to have to play out. I don't know when, but when it has to, when the synchronicities align. So I just wanted to end with a few really like small notes. This kind of just accompanies what we've already said. This is not like new information, but just a quicker or more direct way of saying it. Remember that this is the year that if you've been wanting to do something for the human collective or for humanity, this is the year to do that. Whether that's, I want to go volunteer at like a shelter or I want to uh, be of service and I want to start offering this modality and being a healer or whatever it looks like for you. This is the year to kind of be like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to wait anymore. It's time. It's time to do it. I'm, I'm not fully feeling there yet, but I'm going to start stepping into it, for example. Or I'm already there. I've just been putting it off. Well, now I'm going to do it. I'm not going to stay in fear more, mo- mode. Or some people have, what's it called? Um, they feel like they just don't belong to a group. What's that word I'm looking for? Oh, imposter syndrome. <laughs> That's the word I'm looking for. Some people have like imposter syndrome. Like, oh, who am I to go? When there are all these people that have no- done this for years and know this better... Because you're different and your energy is different and you're going to bring some, some different equation to the whole team or to that group of people or someone else is going to need your energy instead of that other person's over there. So it's not about how much you know. It's about what you can bring to the table with your energy and you as a unique individual inside of the cosmos because even in the cosmos, not only on planet Earth, but in the cosmos in, 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 in totality, you are a unique being and no, there's no other being like you. There's something that you might be able to bring to the equation that no one else in that team or in that community or in that healing retreat has, that you have. No one else has that. And a reminder that this is a great time to take things to the next level. Friendships, family, partnerships, even business partnerships, not just partnerships as in like partners as in getting married. I'm talking about like even business partnerships even really, really strong friendships going to the next level, like all those things, this is a great year for that. And I would like to really, really end this with saying, I want to make sure to say this is, this is a really good year to know the power that you have as an individual, the power that your work has, and it's a really good year to decide to not take less than what you think that you're worth. Whether that be in a financial, from a financial standpoint or from an emotional standpoint, whichever perspective you want to look at it from it. And I'm going to end the episode saying this. I think I've said it in different ways, but I I think it's a good way to end it. And it's like a must be clear this year with what you want. Know exactly what you want. Stop being iffy. Do the work you have to, to figure it out. Make the list of what you don't want to find out what you want, because clarity this year in what you want is pivotal. So be clear with what you want. Trust that it's going to line for you because you know it's coming from your heart chakra, not from an ego. Don't be iffy or indecisive. Be really firm. So be really firm with the magician and the alchemy of the year and make sure that that stays on track via you never falling into victim role and being in eternal presence. But then know that you deserve it and that the universe actually wants to give you what you want. It's just your limiting programs and your limiting belief that's not allowing it to come through. The universe wants to give it to you. You're, you're the only one that can tell the universe you're ready. So I'm ending it that way, the episode, because I think this is the most empowering thing I could say for the year that is the empowerment year of the wizard. <laughs> you want something and the universe wants to give it to you. Be clear and take it. 
I love you guys. Have an amazing year. Thank you, thank you, thank you.